the 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 uh, get some coffee. Sure. Uh, English tea. I take the English tea. I right. take some tea as well. Yeah. You guys I'm fine. Well, what, what happened was the fish uh, aquarium. I have a special key to my room so the maids can't get in. Because you know they they take every, You know you won't have nothing. So the fish aquarium man came in, so I had to wait. The maid came in, so I told her, I said, you can't clean up now. I said, called you 35 minutes ago, and you wouldn't come. I said, you have to come back. She said, well, I'll come when I'm available from now on. And I said, okay. So then I got a call from Roger and Cowers. I said, oh, my God. I said, still go and tell Joe I'm coming. That still is fine. I got to tell you, I was just telling him, I did Bob Dylan yesterday. Bob Dylan wanted to know who I had interviewed. So I said, I've done 220 people. Do you want them all? He says, no. Let me give you a list and see if you did these people, because they're important as far as I'm concerned. Roy Orbison, <laughs> Little Richard. <laughs> you know Dylan? Uh, yes, yeah, Bob is a very, very dear, dear friend of mine. Uh, it don't matter to me, Joe, if you hadn't done nobody but yourself. You're important <laughs> in all the stars to me. It's just, is Tina still with you? Tina did. I just spoke to her in Germany. Yeah. She's, still, she's still with you? Yeah, she's with us. Uh, uh, and Frankie, uh, Freddie Jackson still Freddie Jackson? He has yeah. a big record out right now. He's a big, big record. Yeah. He's enormous. Yeah. He's really doing good. And what about the, this other, like Frankie Beverly Mays? Frankie Beverly left. He went to Warner Brothers. Yeah. Uh, he's a very difficult guy, Frankie. Mm -hmm. But we got some uh, Does he, he sells... Mostly black, doesn't he? Mostly black has never been able to cross. He never cross over. over. And Freddie Jackson, this is the record we're going to cross him over. Uh -huh. He million and a half records anyhow. Uh -huh. I'm going to cross him over. Mm -hmm. Do you have your CDs that Rhino has put out, Rhino Records? No, I don't. I never Rhino, have. Do you have a CD player? Um, uh, yes, we have one. Well, uh, that just one just been given to well, me. Well, let me send you. Okay. Because I redistribute Rhino, mm -hmm. and they just put out uh, 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 Bill House, my manager, yeah. he just told me that right, that they, that Tom had a beautiful display. Yes, that they just put it. just put it out. Uh, just put out the How's it doing? Is it doing? Right? It does good. Mm -hmm. I, I think we got to spend some money on it. Mm -hmm. I think we got to make it work. What I got to do is mm -hmm. take Rhino's got Everly Brothers. Mm -hmm. They got, they got all the old records. And what I want to do is a program mm -hmm. of of all those records mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and make a discount and do something like that because mm -hmm. I think we can sell a lot. Mm -hmm. I've got the Nat Cole and Sinatra records uh, now uh -huh. too I put on CD. Uh -huh. So I think we can sell a lot more yeah. but I'll send them over to you. But Nat was one of your biggest artists oh, though. Was amazing. And Natalie has just come back. She's yeah. one of our artists. Well you, well, you, you know you talked to me when she first came back. You all did y'all did something for Natalie. Oh, you yeah. all really did a beautiful because she, she y'all resurrected her oh. again. She was herself. I know she was gone. After, after, after that, that, that incident with her life. Yeah. Very hard sell to radio stations yeah. who didn't believe that she was for, for real. For real, you yeah. know, that she for was real. still a junkie. Or yeah. But I tell you, uh, that paint kind of like, that was pretty. Terrific. I know what the record is. Yeah. Uh, Nat had, oh God, it's a ballad. Uh, uh, you knowing, uh, but it's, it's a great, it's, uh, great it's ballad. One, one of the ballads. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thank you, baby. Yeah, one of Nat's ballads. She yeah. never did one of Nat's songs. She never did her daddy's song? Never did her daddy's song. She's always... Of all those years. Yeah, all those years. Never wanted to do it. She should smash with that. I think she'd be a terrific. I think she'll smash the own album. It'll be a career record. Uh, you know, she's singing. I'm singing. Nat, yeah. You know, singing daddy, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Singing daddy. It's singing daddy. If she'll do it. You know, she's yeah. always been reluctant to... Uh, is Seeger still with you? Seeger's still with us. Uh, Seeger's, uh, uh, Seeger's with us. David Bowie is with us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I just signed Robert Palmer. Yeah. Do you know oh, 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 I love Robert. Oh, he's Palmer. terrific. I love. Him. Would you like a bunch of records? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah I, I, I would. I would like for. I would like to see. When I saw Robert Palmer hit, I, I really yes. felt good about it because yeah. he had been trying. He worked all, man all of his life. Yeah, worked very hard. And, and he he ain't no baby. He no, no, he, he hit that up and 
Now, Bob Seger, he's the natural. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. He keeps going at it. Yes. Is, is he recording now? Yeah, is he he's just, making a record now. He's Detroit. doing an album? Yeah. He's making a record in Detroit, and we'll have it soon. But mm -hmm. I got the, the Freddie Jackson is, to me, the guy that's going to explode. This guy here is a yeah. fantastic thing here. Oh, yeah. His name is Moses Mountain. Ain't, ain't that a name? Moses Mountain. Moses Mountain. Is that the real name? No, that's no, the stage. Uh, nobody name. has the name Moses. Nobody's got that imagination. That's out of the Bible. Man. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he got. Yeah. Make records. No, he never recorded. He's from out of Florida. I don't know well, Myers, Florida. I want to ask you a few questions. Okay. Let's talk about your music. First of all. I, as I was doing all the research, where did Little come from? When, when did you become a Little Richard? Or why? Um, um, I don't know how to... Hmm. I never thought about that. Neither <laughs> did I. Did it? I, um, I really never thought about that, Joe, how that came about. Um, you weren't small. Uh, yes, I was. Well, mm -hmm. I used to be um, really small. I was... In fact, I was real, real, real skinny. Real, real. I was extra, extra skinny. In fact, I was so skinny that I was kind of ashamed of it. I was kind of ashamed of my um, my size because it it, it um, I, w I would wear shirts uh, that would hang over my um, pants because I was so small. I didn't want to be seen, you know, here. Because what my pants was baggy. Were all the brothers and sisters small too? Or? No, uh, I was the uh, I was the only one. No, they weren't small. You think that's why it was Little Richard? It's a um, no, I, I I don't know. You know, in the South, it's funny. Um, you know, it, it's two things that they call people in the South. Um, it's it's bruh, um, little. Uh, um, I reckon I, I I may not be right in what I'm saying. Uh, but just in my, after I got older, I started looking back over different things, and I um, I, I started thinking about that. I was just, I was just telling this to uh, what's your name that uh, a friend of mine that uh, I just, I just wrote a book that is going to be, be released in a few days, and I was just telling him we was talking about the same thing about little. Uh, I can't, I really don't know how that came about. You know, it's I believe it's just a typical thing, really. Um, you know, like little bra, yeah. uh, uh, little sister, uh, and like it always be one of the middle kids, and I am a middle child. You know, they, I think it's one, I, I really do believe that it's the one that hangs around the mama a lot, you know, that is a mama's boy. And then it seemed to fit later on. I mean, there was... Yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, later on, after, I think after you hear it so much, Joe, I think that then you go to realizing it, that to you, it realize, you, you believe that it's a part of that person. After, after so long, you hear it so much. At, at the start of the career, when you started singing, and, and I read about all these one-nighters, I, I don't think any artist today can relate to how tough it was to get started for a kid like yourself, mm -hmm. black in the South, mm -hmm. those one-nighters. That, that's murder, huh? Um, or did you guys just think it was so terrific that you were working with music? Um, uh, I, I think that... Uh, um, back in those days, it, it was a, it was like, um, it was part of show business back in the time, uh, especially for black entertainers. I think the entertainers didn't think like that. I think that 
you knew that that's the way the situation was. You thought that way, you felt that way, and it was that way. Uh, uh, so I, I, it's, it wasn't hard. It was a job. It was a way to make money because there wasn't any jobs. Uh, you got to remember that when I was a, a boy, people would go from city to city looking for work. Uh, and they would travel with what they call the seasons, like out of Florida. They would follow the season. You know, um, when, when the fruit was ready or the vegetables was ready, uh, they would be in that area. And, and um, the other people that wasn't doing that type work, they was either cooks or they was uh, um, working as entertainers. When, when you had success with records, did you have any idea of what kind of impact you were making around the, the world? Um, Anybody ever let you know about it? <laughs> truly, uh, I never thought about that. I, never, I, I, I didn't even know that I had hit. Uh, after I hit, uh, I was back in Georgia. Um, I was back working again, and um, I heard my record on the radio. Uh, one night I was lying in the bed, and I heard Tutti Frutti, and I, I didn't know that it was a hit. In fact, I didn't, <laughs> I'd never thought I would be a hit. That was, I always, not, that didn't kill the want of the desire or the need. But uh, somehow or another, I, um, I never thought that it would truly be. I felt deep within it would be, but somehow or another, it was too far for me to touch, uh, too far for me to reach. Uh, 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 it, the call was too distant for me. Uh, uh, but that night, lying in my bed, I, I heard this, um, the record, and it was very strange to hear myself. Although I had recorded before that, yes, I know twice uh, for RCA Victor, mm -hmm. I was with RCA Victor and with Peacock, Peacock Records yeah. Yeah. before that. But uh, I think that it kind of killed my desire because I didn't hit with them, and and I think I felt that it was just another record company. I think that when you're a young artist and want to hit so bad, it's easy to get discouraged uh, um, because you feel that the world, and then it makes you mad, and then you say, "Well, I'm gonna give it up. I just gonna do what I do best." Although you don't tell anybody, uh, anyone that you have given up, but in your heart you say, man, forget it. Because you've tried so hard to make it, and like everything you touch, it's a wall, it's a, it's a wall here, and there's no gate uh, open for you. And so it makes you wonder, and you ponder about it, but finally you, you see these things opening. And so when I heard Tutti Frutti, uh, I, um, I woke up my family. It was about 11 o'clock at night. And we heard it out in Nashville, Tennessee, on WLAC, Gene Noble. Uh, uh, we heard it, and uh, um, and I called my friend. I had a friend in making his name. His name was Sam, and we used to call him Jew Sam. He was a young Jewish guy uh, around from uh, my house, and he was uh, like a, my buddy. Uh, and so we ran together. He had kinky hair like I did, uh, and he, but they ran the store, and we could get anything from them. And so when I heard the record, uh, uh, um, I had to tell her, I, had woke, I woke up everybody, there wasn't no telephone, so I had to get out of the bed. <laughs> uh, and I think that's when I started screaming so loud, I had to wake up everybody. But when I heard Tutti Frutti, it just, and when I heard the guy said, I got almost 100 requests for this record. He said, this is the most requested record on my show. He said, he said who is this little Richard? He said, this guy's taking over. He says, he said, that's all you hear is Tutti Frutti. And, and so when I heard Wah Bop Loop Bop Bop Bam Boom, I knew it was something 
somewhere. So I, I felt an electric charge go over my body, you know. And then you got a roll of the roll of hips. At some oh, point, yes. you then knew yes. that uh, that it was all right. It was okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Did you were you exploited? You didn't get paid for any of these records? Um. Well. Um. I cannot say this. I'm going through a thing right now, so I have answered this. Um, Without pinning you down. I, I, I will say this. Yeah. I think that the very uh, um, intelligent way to, to state this is that I wasn't paid well. Fairly, maybe. I was paid fairly. No, no, you weren't paid. Fairly. I wasn't paid, paid fairly. fairly. No, no. Uh, but uh, but uh, and um, I um, I didn't buy the mansion, yeah. and I didn't have. Uh, I, I would like to have the box at the Lakers, like you said, yeah. <laughs> at, at the Lakers. <laughs> and, uh, I love the Lakers, and thank God I was so glad to see James Worthy. You are worthy. <laughs> yes. I just and, and he made my day. But I would have. I would like to see Boston with him. But uh, um, it's, it's, it's really, uh, um, I, I'm going to tell you, Joe, um, I have never been around a record company that I felt really so happy with and about until I met Mo Austin. Uh, uh, I think he is one of the, um, uh, he's one of the greatest uh, record, uh, I don't know how to, what the word to use, executives. Uh, executives that I've ever met. He's my best friend. And, he he gave me, and he's my favorite person. He gave me such a. He's the first person ever gave me any money, uh, 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 and I never forget him. Although I love Randy and Kenny and all of them, I feel like they're my own brothers and uh, the whole family. And, and I think the Warner Brothers have been a company, including yourself. I, I think that you have been uh, one of the greatest executives uh, in the record business that I've ever known. I think that you have been uh, really, um, uh, you're one of the founder, you're one of the founding fathers too. Uh, uh, you may not be the original founding father, but you're one of them uh, uh, because you're not that old. But you, you, you have laid some beautiful uh, foundations and, 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 and they're part of the system that would never be taken out. And I think that you have made a lot of things live that was dead. You've resurrected a lot of things that was gone that you brought back to life. And, and, uh, and I thank God for that. There's not many people alive like that today. And, and I think that if we had had that type of thing back, system, that it would have been more life than it is today. From, from that time. Uh, not that, but thank God that I'm alive at this time to share. And you're still up there yeah, smiling. Yes, and yes, and to be, 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 be benefit uh, with the beneficial things that are happening for me to, and to be um, benefited with these things. Uh, um, and that to be alive this time, you know, at the age of 55, it's just, it's a blessing and a lesson uh, uh, to be here. And, but when I see Mo Austin still at the hem of Warner Brothers, and when I see Joe Smith at the hem of Capitol Records, and, and, and we're all from the same old school, uh, to see that you're still there and, you, and you're guiding that ship yeah. safely, and, and it ain't off course, yeah. that's a blessing to me. And, you know, and... Uh, um, to, the, to do this, just like this, with your, your book that you're doing here, uh, which I think would be a blessing to people all over the world, uh, to hear the truth. Uh, I think that uh, um, I would have done this book before now, but I've been caught up with a lot of people that was uh, 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 affiliated with me that I didn't, that I had to get, you know, 
uh, uh, different managers, things that wasn't my managers. And so until I got with John Brinker and now, and with Roger and Carwin, so it's yes, set up. Professional. Yes, it is. So it's better for me. Back, back 30 years ago, when I was a disc jockey in Boston, mm -hmm. I used, uh, and we booked Richard on shows. Yes, yes. Richard. Yeah. The glitz, the mm -hmm. flash. Yeah. Was that all you thinking all these things up? Did anybody guide you? Uh, no, I think that um, when you, from a little country town like I'm from, which it's, it's, when I go back to visit, uh, I, I want to, I feel so bad. I used to tell everybody how big my hometown was, and when I go back and visit now and see how little it was, I said, oh my God. I really thought I was from a big place until I went to Atlanta, and then I stopped talking about it. And when I went to New York, I didn't mention it, period. I had to be quiet. Uh, um, no, when I, when I was a little boy, and when I started singing, I, I didn't have any money, so I would take my mother's pens, and I would pin them on my clothes, her little brooches and things that she had to wear to church. And, and, and you know, and back in that day, you have Sunday clothes. Yeah. And so I would take my mother's Sunday pins and put them on my Monday jacket <laughs> and my Tuesday shirt and my Wednesday pair of pants. And, and I would have them pinned all over me. And uh, because I didn't have no money, and I, I would tell lies, you know, at the time, like my, my people had money, but they didn't have nothing. But you know, y'all don't want the people to know they were so poor. Uh, um, and you know, I, everything I put on was a diamond. And, and if I had a fell on my face, I would have cut myself. You know, I had on all this glass. Uh, 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 and so I would go out and I would have the rings on. I would hold my hands. I would always, whenever I was singing, I would always say, oh, look, I had to take this thing up in there. And all singers had to put that thing up. When I made a picture, I always had to do this, because I want the ring to be saved. And until uh, my finger turned green, then I took it off. <laughs> As it turned green, I took the ring off. But uh, um, I thought of all those ideas uh, uh, before I met a singer in Atlanta named Billy Wright. He was working at a club called the Royal Peacock in Atlanta and a club called the Ponciana Club. And when I met Billy Wright, that's when I realized that I wasn't dressing and, and I wasn't truly professing and, and really I wasn't contesting because I didn't know what I was doing. When I saw Billy Wright and saw he had on all these green and gold shoes, green suits, I said, boy, I'm a tramp. This guy is fabulous, you know. And my little, little stuff, you know, he had so much to do somewhere. I didn't have no money. I couldn't compete with him, but I, 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 want, I really wanted to compete with that guy. You just, I, I really wanted to compete with him. And I saw things that he didn't see. If I had the money, I could. I felt that I could have done more than what he was doing. I felt if I had the money, that them suits he had, I would have 20 times more. I felt that he didn't know how to match up. I was telling him how to match his colors. And, and I said, boy, if I had the money, I would do it. This is what I'm going right at. But I, I didn't have the money, so... He, had, he, he knew how to make up his face, and I didn't. So I started copying him. He became an idol to me. And he never did get real, real famous. So I, I, st I got me some green and gold shoes finally. Billy gave me my first suit, my first beautiful suit. I had other suits, but he gave my pretty suit because I felt it was rich because he gave it to me. Then that's when I started really singing at the Peacock every night. I started working with Jimmy, Jimmy Witherspoon. I started working with Ruth Brown. I started working with Roy Brown. I started working with Tommy Brown. I started working with uh, Willie Brown. I started working with, I, I was in the Brown family, really. <laughs> yes, James Brown. Then I started working with Nappy Brown. 
you were outrageous. I remember oh, you yeah. jump off the stage. Oh, the stage. And you yeah. bang on the piano. I was, oh, yes. Last I, night, we were with Elton John. And yeah, I was telling yeah. him I was going to see you today. Yeah, yeah. Well, Elton John's a guy who, who learned off of you? Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, what I did was, uh, I would go to a place. I remember when I played my first date, they had me on this tour. It was on the, called, called the Top Ten Show. I was on the tour, and um, they had me at the bottom of the, of the, of the bill on the, on the fly card. That's what they called them at the time. They had Ruth Bryan, Fats Domino's. They had uh, 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 Bill Doggett. They had uh, uh, um, Jimmy Witherspoons. They had uh, Laverne Baker. They had uh, um, Chuck Willis. And, and, and so I was at the bottom of the sign, added attraction, little rich. But when the tour was over, I was the one that was headlining. I was the one that was starring. I was really, it, it was, it was, it was really amazing. Hi, baby. Hi, Hi. Hi. how you doing? Hi, Gloria. Nice to see nice you, Gloria. Yeah. Was, uh, we were saying something about uh, yeah, we're talking about the show and how you blitz. Mm -hmm. Yeah, took over. yeah, of course you were. Yeah, uh, what happened is, uh, um, so they they changed the show and I ended up headlining the show uh, because I came at the time I came out they came out with Long Tall Sally and Slipping and Sliding while I was on the show. Then while I was on the same show, uh, 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 um, Jenny Jenny came out because see at the time every record they would put out both sides would be a hit. By me, you know, yeah, both yeah, sides yeah, become, yeah, yeah. and so I was the hardest thing on the show, and so everybody was afraid of me. Everybody was scared to go on the stage because I was unpredictable. They didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, they didn't know I was going to jump across the ceiling. I was, and so when they called me to come on the stage, I would go up in the balcony of the auditorium and I would hide. And when they would say, "Little Richard," the lights would go to searching for me. And when the, my brothers couldn't find me, couldn't nobody find me. And this, oh, this Richard done messed up again. And I, I, I was just trying to be different. And I would jump out the back, and, and, and the promoter would go to Harley. He said, oh, Lord, oh, boy. And I would jump out the back, and they come down in the split, and the audience just scream. And I would leap down and come down in the perfect split. And everybody would be hollering and screaming. And that's who I would come on the stage. And, and, and then everything got so exciting from that on, from that time on, it just started getting more and more. I've heard uh, different stories about how some of these funny lyrics in uh -huh. songs, but the, something somebody had told me about Long Tom, Long Tom Sally, I don't uh -huh. know if that's true or not, about the woman who was so ugly, did, did you know her? A I knew a lot of Sally. There was a whole lot of and was there women a John, in and was there a, uh, a fat uh, lady? Uh, it may have been a story that you see. made up one time. Let me right? see, Joe. Uh, it was, uh, in my hometown, was a lot of ugly women back then. And, uh, this <laughs> in fact, you could have called the side of town I live on Uglyville. <laughs> 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 oh no! Don't write that. I didn't mean that. That don't don't mean that. I don't mean that. It was a lot of beautiful people in my hometown on other street. Over on, on other street behind us. I did all these lyrics. These just just nonsense lyrics. The story you gave someone about Long Tall Sally is crazy. I mean, some guy named John, and he had a fat wife, and, and he, whenever he'd see Sally coming, he'd talk to Sally. Oh, there's oh, teeth coming happen. out my nose. I said, this man made the story up. He's jiving something. <laughs> oh, Joe. Uh, no, uh, Long Tall Sally, what happened was, when I met Arthur Goldsberg, he, um, he didn't like the songs. He didn't like the idea of the songs I had. You got to remember their plan was for me to sound like Ray Charles. They wanted me to sing like B.B. King, but 
not not down in black people or no people, but I didn't feel it. You know, uh, uh, that wasn't my type of feeling. Uh, I, I love B.B. King as a person, but his type blues was not my inter... You know, I just, it wasn't what I really felt. You know, I loved him, but, you know, everything, to me, it was depressing because everything was so slow and so moaning and, you know, oh, oh, you know, you'd be saying, oh, boy, I want to, you know, I've been trying to get out of this all my life. I'm running from this, you know. And so that's what he wanted me to sound. So every song that Bumps Blackwell had in there that Art Root sent was like that. If it wasn't like that, it was like Ray Charles. If you listen to the other side of Tutti Frutti, the single Tutti Frutti, I had a song called I'm Just a Lonely Guy. And it reminds you of Ray Charles. They had me imitating these people, and uh, they won't let me sing like Little Richard. The only way I got a chance to sound like Little Richard, the session was over. And we was in this little bit of studio. I don't know where you've been in Cosmo Studio. In, did you been there? In New Orleans. Well, you know how small it was. It wasn't bigger than our kitchen. Uh, 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 and so... I'm in this studio, and the session was over, so I went over to the piano, and, and uh, they didn't even know that I played piano. Because, you know, they was, had their own thing set, so they didn't listen to nothing. Whatever I had, it was, I had never been, I, it was just like I didn't know what I was doing. And so they guided me, and they had everything planned for me. So when I got through, I did what I knew how to do, and they said, wait a minute. So what is this? I said, well, these are my songs that I've been singing for years. I had Slipping on the Slide, and I had all of that. And so they, um, they went and added a writer at the time personally that I didn't need. It's the girl that's added to me, to really like to me, uh, uh, that I truly I didn't need as a writer. Uh, uh, they say I needed her, so I accepted the fact that I did because I didn't know the record business. They said I needed her to clean up the lyrics. I probably did because my lyrics was just like Prince's today almost. Yeah, and so... Uh, um, but in this time, I'd be really clean. I, I, I'm not dirty at all, considering what Prince and them are today. Uh, uh, and I don't call them dirty, it's just a way of expression. Um, but uh, uh, what, what happened is that uh, um, I started singing Tutti Frutti. And when I sung Tutti Frutti, Bones Blackwell, I said, could you go back in and sing that? So I got on the piano, and, and, and I started just playing the, And the piano was just talking. He said, I love it when you're playing the piano. And, uh, then I, and so every time they were bringing me a song, see what I would do, Joe, if they brought me a song and I sing it, I would, I would title it myself. I would say, that's Long Tall Sally. And, and, but I didn't know that I was supposed to get a piece of the writing, so I never claimed it. I didn't want to claim nothing. Oh. I, they would bring me lyrics on a paper, just a bunch of words, but no melody. And I would make up a melody uh, to the song, but I didn't get no credit. Like Good Golly Miss Smiley. There wasn't no melody beneath that like that. I made up uh, that song. Now, if you listen to an old song that Ike Turner had out years ago, called Rocket 88 with Jackie Brinston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you listen at the introduction to that, you'll hear Good Golly Miss Molly. Listen, at, it's the same introduction. Boom, boom, boom. That's like turn. Boom, 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 playing the piano. I learned that from a little bit. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, See, I got that from Ike Turner. And so when I heard that, that piano playing, and so, uh, uh, but when I got through putting everything to it, I didn't get no credit. Cause I didn't know you were supposed to get any credit. You know, I took the lyrics, man, and then nobody come and say, you get half this, but I know Bumps Blackwell had his name half of it. He was half of all of it, but I was nowhere on it. But uh, um, that's where the songs came about. But I never knew no, no Long Tall Sally. Okay. I, I never knew no Uncle John. My uncle was named Willard. <laughs> you know? When they covered uh, 
when Pat Boone covered one record, somebody told me another story that you Tutti Frutti were convinced that you were determined that he shouldn't really be able to cover Long Tall Sally. And, uh, uh, and you learned how to say duck back in the alley very fast, like he could not say it. Any truth um, to that? Well, uh, um, I think that when I, when I did, uh, 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 that's my manager, Bill, Bill, this is Joe Smith. Hi, nice to meet you. How you doing? Uh, um, what, what, what happened is, uh, that's true in, in, in this sense, that uh, um, what, what they did was, everything that I would make, he would cover. Uh, and he wouldn't wait till it become a huge hit. He would cover it while I was rising. You know, while I was hitting, sure. he, he, and it would block hit because uh, you got to remember first we had to hit black. That's right. And and and, 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 and then and, and then the, the the other station, the pop station, wouldn't play me. And so what he would do, he would take over the pop stations, and it would kill me crossing over. <coughs> See, it would kill me crossing over. He 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 would kill me because the white station would play him, and they wouldn't play me. And so when you go in the record shop, you could find his, you couldn't find mine. Sure. You know. And so. Uh, um, so what we decided to do, Arthur Goldsberg came to me, which is changed the name to Art Roop. He came to me and he says, Richard, he says, we got to do something so Pat Boone can cover our records. And so Art Roop was very, he was bitter about it. You know, because he was cutting off the sales. And he was bitter. So he was trying to do things for us to cross over immediately. So then we started crossing over. He says, we're going to have to do something so he can't pick it up. So, uh, 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 so I had, he didn't know I had already had Long Tall Sally. You know, you know, I hadn't told him about it because it, he was telling me I was writing songs too fast. So when I did it, and I did it so he couldn't fall in sync with it. And, and, and so he said, well, we got it. And so that's the, that's the first one that just went all the way. He, and so uh, it went from that. But you know, Pat had also covered Fats Dominoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had covered all of them, you know, back there in that time. In fact, most of his big hits besides Love Letter in the Sand, I think. Oh, all the first ones. All, all the first ones was truly that. And, and uh, um, But as a person, I've always loved Pat. He's one of my best friends. And uh, he, he was doing what he had to do at that time, I reckon, uh, and what, either what he was offered to do cool. to open the door for him. Uh, but... Uh, uh, um, at the time, I was very mad about it. I didn't like it because he was cutting off my sales. But really, to be true, when I look back over it, it was a blessing and a lesson yeah. because he opened doors for us. He made the white kids more aware of me because they they, they want my version. That's, that's you know. what he says. When yeah. I've been in, he says, look, yeah. I opened some doors. He, he opened a whole lot of doors. Oh, he's a beautiful person. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, when you packed it in in 1958 and you left it, mm -hmm. were there some withdrawal pains? Did you... Have some reasons to regret that decision shortly thereafter. You walked away from the spotlight, and mm. Ye, um, yes, it, it was. Uh, the the pains, Joe, was uh, that after I walked out in Australia and came out of the business, I had only been famous for a year and a half. I had only been famous for almost two years, yeah. and I had sold all those records in two years. Yeah. I had been a, a flash of lightning for two years. In fact, uh, you could just call me the living flame yeah. for that period. But uh, um, then after I got to Australia and I bought this Russia sitting Sputnik up in the air and uh, uh, when I got over there and, and, and I just felt that God 
was speaking to me that I wanted to be closer to God, which I still feel very dearly with God today. Uh, then that, that's when my decisions changed. I was afraid to come back on the plane if I hadn't given my life to God. I, I was felt that something would happen on that plane. You know, and then he, I was there with me and Eddie Cochran, and uh, which God bless his heart, he passed away too. And the female Elvis Presley was on the show with us. And Gene Vincent, God bless his heart, you know, which was a very dear friend of mine, as well as Jimi Hendrix. And you know him because she was the president of, with him. Uh, um, but uh, um, it, it's really, it, it, was, uh, it was something, after, you know, after I came out and I saw the money, I was at the height to make the big money. And I walked at it before, right before I got the big money. I would have really cleaned up on personal appearances. I would have really became what I wanted to become financially if I hadn't made that step. Uh, I made uh, a detour, but it, it, it gave me a beautiful exit, yeah. and now I'm back on the highway. So I'm just glad that it's better late than never. When you came back in the 60s and you started traveling inward, and were you surprised at what an influence you had been on all these people? Oh, yeah. God, it was yes, yes, I was very, I was shocked. Yeah. I was very, very shocked. Um, uh, when I met the Beatles uh, and introduced them to Billy Preston, he was my organist. He was 14 years old. Um, when I met Mick Jagger, when he was opening my show, he was staying in the room with Bo Dylan sleeping on the floor. And he, they, they, they weren't using the name Mick Jagger, it was called the Rolling Stones. Uh, when I met er Eric Burton, the Animals, and Swingin' Blue Jeans, it's Casilla Black and uh, uh, Tom Jones and David Bowie and Elton John. And you before, found out how you had really impacted it, it was shocking to see that these people had been inspired by me. Uh, it made me feel, uh, I felt unworthy, but I felt blessed and thankful that God has given me something to contribute and contribute back to mankind uh, to be creative in the world that he had placed me in. And while I'm passing along to pass something good along that will never be forgotten. And I'm glad to be what he's made me and I'm glad to have done what he permitted me to do. And I give all glory to his name. Richard, could, could you have known or did you know how big these other people were going to become? No, I didn't. If I would have, I would have held them to their coat and went on with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, I didn't. I, 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 well, the Beatles, which was my sweethearts, they were just um, uh, uh, John, Paul, Ringo, and uh, uh, George, um, which is really, uh, uh, Paul is really, and George, and Ringo, all of them was my, my buddies. I, um, I used to enjoy just sitting They used to love to hear me talk. They liked the way everything I said rhymed when I talked. They used to like to hear me. And I remember I'd go on the stage and play, and they would stand in the wings and would Mick Jagger and watch me. They wouldn't leave, you know. And uh, I'm just glad that it didn't have to be me. You know, it could have been somebody else. And I'm just glad that God permitted it to be me. You feel some frustrations. I guess it's normal that uh, you never really scored like all these people. I mean, it's like a... No, I don't. Not at all, Joe. I feel blessed because... Most of the people that scored, they scored, they're gone. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I scored in another way. Still I'm here. still here, you know. I, I, I feel blessed, you know, that God got me here. And, you know, the, uh, there's always a chance to get some finance. Uh, there's always a chance to get the gold. But uh, you don't always a chance to save the soul, you know. Uh, 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 I'm just glad to be alive at this time to see what's happening at this time. And I wish that the, my friends that are gone was here at this time. And I'm blessed to be here. I'm, it's no 
nothing of myself. I'm here only by the grace of God, and I realize it. I realize that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob got me, and I, and I know he opened the Red Sea for me to walk through on dry ground, and I would never forget that. And I'm, I'm just so blessed that I was able to be here long enough to find out the true God. That, that's, what, that's what I'm blessed. I'm just so thankful because what I know today, I didn't know a long time ago, and I, I'm just glad. Is it hard? It's, and is it a blessing to be a legendary person? I yes, it is. But Joe, you're a legend yourself. Yeah, but you're but you're a legend too. Yeah. It's and you know it's a blessing. You know it's uh, uh, right now. I know that you're not just working to make money because you don't have to work just like that. You're working because you love to work and you love to help people. And you you you're, you're helping a lot of people that wouldn't be helped if you weren't around. A lot of people being blessed that would be left if you when you if you weren't present. And I know that you, 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 it's a joy when you see some, uh, uh, the flower blossom that you water, that you have dug around them. It's, 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 it's a blessing. It means more than money. And how about for you? Is well, it, is well, it's it the same. Yeah. It, it's, 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 it's a joy. Now, I enjoy working. I enjoy singing. I enjoy. I just finished a movie with Vanna White for NBC, and I enjoyed doing it. I'm getting ready to do a movie right now with Eddie Murphy uh, for Paramount. I enjoyed it. Uh, um, they're getting ready to do my life story, I yeah, and I en I enjoyed that. Uh, also, uh, um, we're doing a documentary. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. That is getting ready to come out. Uh, I enjoyed uh, um, my weekly television show that I'm getting ready to tape. Where I'll be coming on once a week. Right with who else? Uh, 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 it's me and um, Ted Lang and and um, Chip um, Fields. Chip Fields. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're getting ready to do the thank you all. Yeah. Syndicated show. Right? Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, um, I think Ed Weinberger. Yeah. And uh, um, uh, so there's a lot of things happening guys. for you. You yes. don't have to self-promote anymore. No. Things are now yeah. starting to. I, I, at 55, I'm glad. So you know. to do it. <laughs> well, when my leg hurt in the morning, like I said, oh leg, you know, uh, it's better. I've been jumping up on his leg now for 56 years and a few more weeks from now. But uh, I, I'm just, I'm just, it's a joy. I, I like it better now. You know, it's just, when you look over, you see the mistakes. I see the mistakes that I made that when I really thought that I was right, I was wrong. I see things that I've done that I really thought I was right. Some ways that I did with record companies and things I said that I shouldn't have said. Some things I've done I shouldn't have done. But really be truthful, I really didn't know. I thought I was right. But when I look back over here, I say, oh, my God. And, and you know, you, you wish you didn't just go and find everybody say, oh, I'm so sorry. Because that's the way you had been taught, you know. It's just like when a man is taught to eat out of his plate and he don't know how to use the fork. So he's doing what he was, he think he's right, you know, although he don't know the right way. So I didn't know how, at that time, how to deal with people that was really trying to help me. And so sometimes I burnt my own self when it wouldn't have been burnt, you know, but I didn't know. But your the attitude is good now. Yes. The career is good now, yes. and you're an amazing survivor. Yes, praise God. Yeah. And I'm glad. And and uh, and Joe, I tell you, you're a survivor. Yeah, uh, sure God, God yeah. has God has permitted you to be one of the survivors, and and you're gonna be a survivor for a long time. You know, uh, uh, it's no Smith like this Smith, and we're around about the Smith. So this must be the Smith. <laughs> I talked to Bill Graham. And yeah. Bill Graham and I sat down and I interviewed him. Uh, we are survivors, man. We, yes. And we still love doing it. Oh still yeah. Go to it. Well, 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 it's, it's, well it, it gives you yeah. something. Yeah. You know, to get up and go to. Yeah. You, you know, and, and and your work is creative. Yeah. 
uh, 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 tell Bob Seger I'd like to do an, a record with him. I sure will. I'd like to do one of his singles with him and do it. I've always wanted to do a duet I will with be him. Talking to him. Yes. Tomorrow yeah, he, he wanted me to do one with him a while back, but I couldn't walk. I was. That's when I heard. Let, let me talk to him because he's okay. getting his songs together. I'll tell him I love so to do that. I'll okay. tell him. I think it'd be terrific. Yeah, I would love it. I yeah. think it'd be terrific. Yes, Richard, thank you.